0: It's Lacey Night here. Welcome. <laughs> what was that? Did you sneeze?
1: What? No. <laughs> I didn't do anything.
0: I heard some kind of random sound. Oh, Lord, the ghosts are abundant.
1: All right, well. <laughs> That's you making bodily noises.
0: I didn't make a single noise. I didn't do anything. I was just like, what was what was that? Like in my Cardi B voice, what was that? When she <laughs> was on live. Yes,
1: I'm
0: like, oh my God, what was that? What was that? Anyways, let's try this again. I'm not cutting it. <laughs> so you guys got a little back behind the scenes, little snippet. Hey everybody, it's your girl Lacey Knight and this is another episode of Urban Whispers, the Lacey Knight Chronicles. I am your host, Lacey Knight and my co-host Isha's back yay hi (laughs) y'all so as you all know the Urban Whispers Lacey Knight Chronicles is really geared towards the upliftment of black women authors in the genre of romance we focus primarily on multicultural and urban romance with Isha being the multicultural romance me and me just being a lover of all things hood and crazy and so um (laughs) we're super excited Uh, this is the fastest growing podcast in england (laughs) i don't don't know if that's true or not i just know that we got like (laughs) i was looking at our analytics and i just noticed that now england's on the map so we are in six uh countries and i also want to tell one person in England who left a comment on our website to eat a dick. Because um Ho, you didn't even listen to this podcast. You're gonna say some stupid shit about, oh, I can't get with that content. I would I don't know why people would even care about interracial romance. Then Ho, why is you here? How did you even find me? Why did you even comment without even listening? That's why I deleted your stupid ass comment. And if you do happen to listen in the future um, fuck you, and fuck your family, and that's all I have to say about that. Additionally, because you're stupid, you went on the website, and I have analytics, and your IP address was provided, and I do have a rough estimate of where you are situated in London, Sussex, England. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so now that we got the housekeeping out of the way,
1: but you know what let let me say this that that's kind of like those people who write book reviews and they didn't finish reading the book or they just looked at the title and didn't go beyond that and then get on amazon and write this full review about how they didn't like this because you know the cover said this and blah 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 and they didn't read past like the first page
0: exactly like what you know and the thing is i I welcome all commentary i welcome all judgment if you actually listen the reason i'm mildly irritated and you got those words from me is because you didn't even listen you literally just went and looked at the show notes and just was like oh i don't like this i'm gonna give you a bad rating on my website like like i said how why is you here as a matter of fact that is the name of my twitch Channel Ho Wise, you here I be streaming on Twitch if y'all. Are... <laughs> 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 I be streaming, you know, gaming content from time to time. It's been inactive for quite a while, but one day I will be back, and Ho Wise, you here will be back, and you all should feel free to join me over there too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to get that little bit of housekeeping out of the way because it was like, oh we're now in six countries and then i see this one lonely comment on the page and so luckily i was able to delete it but i read it and then i was just like fuck them and we're still doing great work and people are listening and um the second thing i want to say is while i 110 percent appreciate you guys listening to us and saying you know the the genre might not be for you i would never read a book we want you to just try if the if you are enjoying hearing what we have to say and you are a reader read one of the books that you don't think that you would read i promise you you'll be pleasantly surprised because i was not an ir girly by any stretch of the imagination i wasn't considering dating interracially um years ago i mean i because honestly i think because i've read these books I've kind of been like, oh, all men typically have the same kind of mindset, if you will, that it doesn't necessarily matter about the race when it comes to dating. And I have, you know, dipped my toes in all the puns. And I will say that niggas ain't shit, regardless of
1: where
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any happy endings,
1: people. That no. I- let's not generalize let's give them a chance
0: i'm generalizing all you men are interesting that you all have your new they, they all are men i feel like men are men are men and they all have this they all have very similar characteristics when it comes to dating and it could just also be because i'm in the area this heavily um woman populated and dominated area that I'm in in the United States of America and there are a lot of women here who will settle for anything and those who don't will be you know left in the dust so um I don't know if my volume can you hear me yes okay I was because um I was looking at the vo- the I was looking at my v- levels but um so yeah I so yeah I just think, you know, you would be those readers who are either here because you are diehard IR readers, which a lot of um, women are. I did not realize that until I got into the genre. They are very much like IR is that's all the content that I want to read and I'm not going to read anything else. Just tiptoe over here, just a little bit, read a little book. We're about to find out if um, if Isha liked the book that I asked her to read. And for my urban girlies that are all about that hood love, want to want to read about a man yoking a chick up or stabbing somebody a million times because he talked to his girl the wrong way or just we in the gang and we shooters and billionaires from drug deals and all of that just tips over to the multicultural romance side of things and the softer space, if you will, even though I will tell you that it's not always soft over there either. They get just as hood fabulous and insane as um the urban books. So we definitely, I, I'm so happy and super grateful for everybody. We have about 200 subscribers I just looked at, which is great because this is our, fifth episode, which means we've been around almost a month, um, (laughs) or even more than a month. So I think that that's doing great. Um, And we, again, interact with us, you know, I still have, there's only been one person that reached out to me regarding the book that we talked about in last week's episode. So I have four more books available for anybody that wants to read. That lovely story that we talked about by our girl, uh what was her name? Taya.
1: Oh gosh, I forgot the last name.
0: <laughs> you know what? That's this is how you know we're
1: old. We sitting here and we're like, what's her name? Come Wait, are you talking name? about are you talking about my book by Tia Rain?
0: Yes, Tia Rain, yes. Remember I'm I told like, you? who
1: is Kaya? I said
0: okay. you, I, I'm bad with uh, pronouncing people's names, but yes, Tia Rain Chow, the book was uh, Where Love is Found by Tia Rain, and I said that if the first five people who would hit me up in the DM on Instagram um, that wanted to read the book, I would buy the electronic copy for them. So I have one gone, four left, and I will tell you that I enjoyed the book a lot. And I will be reading more books by Tia Raine. So um, thank you for that, Isha. It was a vibe, 100%. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, you know, I, I I always enjoy good commentary and a good, solid woman that knows her worth and knows that she has sunshine in between her legs and makes the men go crazy. I'm here for that every
1: <laughs> But, okay, let me just say this. Was that ending not wild?
0: It was crazy. Well,
1: r- it was not the ending crazy. ending, but the the yeah. major thing that happened, I was like, whoa, that just totally yeah. threw me for a loop.
0: And I'm going to actually spoil this book for y'all in two more weeks. I'm going to give people time to read it, but I feel like I want to I, I wanna go in and have like a conversation about it. So I feel like three weeks is enough time to give those who want to read it the time to read it. And we're going to come back. And um, if you happen to know... Tirain, and you want her to come and chat with us while I spoil this book. Uh, holler at her, Isha. He oh, will do. Yeah, because I, I, and by then I will have read probably a few more of her books so that we could have a well, pretty solid discussion.
1: So she has um one called the Church series, mm-hmm. and it is I can't even explain what the church is. Um, they're not a government agency, but they're um. I can't even explain it. Let's just say they, they do jobs that the government wouldn't do. And um, oh, I, it, oh,
0: that's a genre I like too with the hidden government, the hidden fashion. So. The, oh, my gosh.
1: These books yeah. were so good. But she's actually working on the last book right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be I don't know if she's going to call it Beast, but it's going to be the character Beast that's in the book. So
0: what is it about you with the end the name Beast? We got another book named Beast.
1: No, the um the so all the characters in the church have like these code names. There's like Hawk and Beast and and some of the others, um, Priest. So oh. everybody's kind of got their code name, and it fits something about their personality. But just in case somebody decides to read the series, I don't want to give anything away.
0: Love it. Okay, I'm going to read the Church series for sure. Out, that'll probably be my next move. Um, because I really like her style, so I'm down for that. Um, uh, mm, 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 mm. anything interesting happened to you this week or anything?
1: uh Same stuff, different day. Work, school, work, school, work.
0: So, what is this internship? You mentioned an internship. What are you trying to
1: intern? So, in our senior year, we have to do this thing because I'm in healthcare management, we have to actually intern on site at a doctor's office or a dentist office to basically learn the ins and outs of management. So whatever, I guess we would kind of shadow like a practice manager and see what it takes to keep a practice going as far as like staff meetings, um, getting new patients, things like that.
0: Hmm. Okay, that seems interesting. I remember when I was an undergrad a million years ago. <laughs> I can't even believe I can say that. Oh my gosh, it's almost twenty years ago. Two thousand five is rapidly approaching. Oh, jeez. But I my internship was with the National Aquarium in Baltimore. Um, they have um uh, my degree is in environmental science and marine biology. Wild, right? I don't even use it. Um, much to my grandmother's chagrin, may she rest in peace. But I did an internship with the Marine Mammal Protection Agency aspect of the National Aquarium in Baltimore. And um, I studied a pod of dolphins. And it was a part of my thesis to determine whether or not they were sedentary creatures, or if they are, if they travel up and down the Atlantic coast. So we were able to, and this is almost 20 years ago, we were able to put a tag on dolphins and do this thing where you caught with dolphin scan where you each dolphins tagged and you would be able to take a picture. You'd have to follow this pod of dolphins to see if it is in fact the actual pod of dolphins that you were following and follow their tag to see if they only remained in the Chesapeake or the Atlantic area of this part of um, the eastern shore, or if they actually traveled south. So I spent an entire summer on a Coast Guard boat following dolphins, and it was a blast.
1: Sounds interesting. I I don't know that I could be on the water that much.
0: You'd be, oh my gosh, yes, I was definitely shell shocked or whatever the case may be, waterlogged after six weeks on water. Um, We would dock from time to time, but we wouldn't stay dock long because we were following the dolphins. And so we would be, the team would circulate would you know, follow a clock of sk- a schedule and have to like, I would be up like at sunrise. Cause I always wanted to watch the sunrise from the water. So I'd be up at sunrise till about noon. And we would switch off on the schedule and just follow these dolphins. And we found out that they are not sedentary animals. They do go up and down the coast, but they don't go that far from wherever they originated So we spent a lot of time just going like from the, the Maryland area to the tip of South Carolina and back, and a little close to New York. But that was kind of the trek, just up and down that way, up. Mm. <laughs> following just to see what would happen if they would go even further. So it was a good, it was a good little time in my life when I thought I was going to be the black Steve Irwin. That was always my dream to be able to just be this young black. Marine biologists, and what
1: changed that? The fact that, I'm really curious to know now.
0: Oh, the fact that marine biologists don't make any money—that's what changed it. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm driven by the dollar bill, baby. <laughs> do
1: it. Yeah, you don't
0: make you don't make much in that field unless you like. I feel like it's possible that you just don't make much in any field without a number of years of experience behind you like now. Mm -hmm. in My career in technology, I have about 20 years of experience in the game, so my salary is commiserate to that amount of knowledge that I have so um maybe if I would have stayed there, I probably would be the head of some department of some university. um, teaching which teaching is a true passion of mine outside of reading and writing. And I think that's why I have the type of career that I have. Um, it's always, teaching's always been at the cusp. Like I'm always excited to impart knowledge or change, or, you know, in, in invigorate minds to think a specific way or to convey information that seems complex or hard for folks to understand into a simplistic way so that they can do their jobs or gain knowledge or do whatever or transfer the knowledge to whomever that's like my sweet and happy spot and um so even though i'm not doing the work that i would have been doing if i would have stuck with it the teaching aspect has still remained really core to who i am which is probably why you know i'm doing this podcast because even though i'm coming from an interesting perspective it still is bringing people into a world that they don't know too much about and kind of breaking down some of the biases that people may have towards these genres because everyone that i've chatted with they're like oh i never even thought about reading these things until you all mentioned it so look at me paying it forward even though i'm not
1: on the water (laughs) well you know you know what's really interesting though is a lot of people aren't even aware that that there is this genre exactly they just know romance they don't know that mm-hmm. that there's any interracial romance they just assume that um most of the romance they've read is is pretty much white people that's what you see um what you see on the covers and everything and occasionally right. they're used to, i don't know is is kamani still around was that like a division of love uh love swept or something
0: how do you? I don't know. I never heard of Kamani.
1: So, so okay, so like back in the nineties, early two thousands, there were these books that were Love Swept, and I forget the other ones, but they put out books monthly. And this was before. Well, Sandra Brown actually had a pen name, Aaron Sinclair, um, and Nora Roberts was writing some for them. Tammy Hug was writing some for them, but they were the little monthly books that came out. Oh. And, and Kamani was like, I think, a subsidiary that was African American.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it was by Harlequin. So look at Harlequin. Like, Harlequin, Kamani romance with sophisticated, soulful, and sensual African American was- cult- cultural heroes and heroines. Maybe we should read some Kamani romance for Black History Month, you know, pay it forward to well, those authors that started.
1: It's crazy, though, because some of that stuff is, like, so old. I don't even remember. I remember, like, when it first came around, but I don't remember any of those authors, I don't think, from Harlequin. I know most of what I read, I believe, was Love Sweat because I was, like, really into the Sandra Brown thing, like anything I could get my hands on of Sandra Brown and Nora Roberts. And I actually still have some of that now. And I've thought about selling them just because I don't really do paperbacks anymore.
0: Oh, don't sell them. Mail me one so I can read it.
1: And, and then they'd probably be worth a lot of money now, too, because they're
0: yeah,
1: I'm looking hard at... to find her out of print.
0: Mm-hmm. I see one right here. Oh, his Perfect Match, Kimani Romance, book 168. You know what's interesting? You can see the black couple, but they're definitely doing that right white romantic pose where she's laying on the beach without a towel getting her hair all wet and dirty in this water like we really like black women really doing that and then he's just so enraptured in her bosom
1: i'm like come on now you know what's really funny about that though is like they made a line of black romances but they still wanted to kind of whitewash this mm-hmm. like you you can't have it both ways if you're gonna do it let us be us well, you know, it, don't have us in places that that we wouldn't normally be doing certain things. You you know, good and well, you are not going to have a black woman willingly getting her hair wet.
0: It's, it's sand in her hair, it. getting her sand in her hair on the beach, <laughs> like what?
1: No, that that is That's not movie,
0: happening. Now. It's not happening.
1: It's going to be know. braided. It's going to be up or something. But that that hair is not going to get messed up.
0: Nah. Not American Mm. black women now, you know, the women from the Caribbean who are used to the ocean and things of that nature possibly, but no, not us. And it's also, I, I think, you know, because it's Harlequin and that's like a white publication that the whitewashing happens because they can't understand some of the scenarios because they don't, it's not an experience that they live so they have to sit here and make it more palatable to their readers, you know, try to figure out, you want to make it a little softer for folks to digest, um, which is why the the works that we read are so important because it's our stories told by us, often edited by the, by the writers themselves. So it stays true to the type of tone that Black women typically have because they aren't <laughs> Working with these larger publishing houses that are quick to, you know, change their thoughts or ch- or try to make them fit a specific mold or type of writer.
1: Interestingly enough, I think a lot of the IR writers self publish. Yeah. And some of them do have editors, some of them don't. And it's quite obvious. Period. But, um, it, it's be pretty much because a lot of the big publishing houses don't really, you know, like interracial romance like that. I think what ever is trending at the moment is what they like. So, like, now I've, I've found just looking at things, the hot thing seems to be Asian men. Oh, really? All of a, all, all of a sudden, when you look at advertisements, mm-hmm. you see this influx of Asian men, and not just Asian men. It seems to be mostly Korean men, that they're getting these K-pop singers and K-drama actors to... Be a spokesperson for like there's one for Tiffany um, let's see Sugar is one for Dior I think J-Hope is one for something Jimin is for Tiffany and uh, what is it V is for um, oh gosh I forget it um, it's the one with the C but at any rate they, they're yeah. taking advantage of the fact that People seem to really be into Asian men now. And they're running with it. Just like some of the Christmas campaigns I've started noticing are starting to have interracial couples. Mm. Because they're saying that this is a thing now. So, hey, let's take advantage of this. Let's hop on the bandwagon and and see what what we can profit off of it. And then once it's kind of died down, they'll go to the next big thing.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. I can definitely see that. I don't. I mean, I do watch a lot of TV, but it's a lot of recorded TV, so I don't pay attention to commercials.
1: (laughs) It's very rare that I watch anything on TV. Everything I see is like pretty much old stuff. I will binge watch Cold Case every year and especially my favorite episodes two or three times. And whenever a new season of Reacher comes out, I'll watch that. But other than that, I don't really watch myself. I'm pretty much a Disney girl, you know. Once you start having kids and you start watching the stuff you're playing in the house, you know, it, it kind of goes downhill from there.
0: Uh, uh-uh, The children's programming is lit. I remember. Oh, my gosh. I used to be so excited when my daughter was younger. She loved to watch The Backyardigans, which
1: was ugh, the best. Okay. Okay, so that that was, I don't consider that to be for kids. I think Backyard Against was more of a grown person thing. You think so? I I don't know. I think the lessons they were trying to teach were for kids, but come on. I mean the the way they would sing and stuff, and the situations yeah, they were getting in and, and was, stuff
0: because they were urban. The, Backyardigans was created by a black woman, and so they were they, they were very urban. Yeah, I mean, so that's so unique the, that's unique. That's <laughs> unique. was my girl? Right? <laughs> <laughs> unique was my girl. Yeah, that, that was my so but um i think that she was you know creating something for the urban youth like some like you know the, the situations that they had going on. janice Burgess did her big one she was the creator of um the backyard against. but yeah i love the backyard again i loved uh, when i say loved to no end the bubble guppies
1: <laughs> oh gosh no you, they you know what it was were
0: singing down i am here for some harmonies and baby those bubble oh no
1: no 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 now for me it was teen titans go i still I, i had to i'm glad i don't have cable anymore because i would be watching that all the time because my kids one of my kids started watching that and then they're watching that adventure time and uh gumball
0: so yeah so teen titans go um that's not Kitty. That's lit, though. <laughs> I still, I mean, that I would I still sit and watch all of these, but yeah, Teen Titans Go, I still watch that. That's A-OK <laughs> that's a- okay okay per- with me. It's continuing. Yeah, my
1: episode with the tooth
0: fairy. And yep.
1: The night begins to shine. Anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they had a feature. They had a movie. Listen. I- I'm just going
1: off on tangents again.
0: I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> That is exactly what we do. But um, yes, yeah, so let's get back to you. And you popped your cherry with Sion Lee, who quite honestly, I'm so glad that I thought of that book when we talked about it because Sion Lee, um, I think no, 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 no. It wasn't. That wasn't the first book that my cousin told me to read from the from the IR genre. But she told me she got me wrapped up into not IR, I apologize, urban. A fake urban romance. She got me wrapped up into the urban romance world with Sian Lee because she's from Louisiana, like I am, and I was just is like, "Is this the
1: one? Is this the one that you were wondering if you might have known her or something?" Because a lot no, of the I said, things in "Yeah, the I was were...
0: joking. I was just like, she." A lot of the things that she wrote, not in this book that you read, but her, the very first book she ever wrote was um "That's All Me." jakeem and camille Camilla's story and their story is very autobiographical like almost everything that <laughs> they went through i went through Ooh. at a young age
1: somebody's watching college, me. Oh.
0: <laughs> in college at southern university and that book is loosely based on a university in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the series, all of, honestly, all of those books are based around Baton Rouge, Louisiana and New Orleans, both places where I spent quite a bit of time, both places that I'm extremely fond of, and um yeah, I was just like, thank you, Sion, for just speaking my life, like, those characters are me, like, I really, so I think my cousin knew what she was doing when she had me get into Sion Lee's books. And from there, it just, it popped off for me. Like I just started divulging into more and more authors. And I think um, we will spend some time talking about Sion Lee, not right now, but she just deserves her own (laughs) episode where we just, yeah. And I need you to read more content so we can do that. And um, hopefully you know, She again very much like I was just saying with Tia Rain. Let's bring her on and talk about these books. I'm trying to bring Sion Lee, so we can talk about these books with her because she, but she's she's busy. She's very young too. She's like she might be 26. I think I said before she's 25. So I think she's 26, and she's written about 20 books. And oh wow, her writing is only getting better. Like she had posted to her Facebook group um, her least favorite book that she has out is the book that I was, her first book, and it's because she wrote it when she was, like, 17 or 18, and there's just so many mistakes that she's found in the book, and, um, her writing style has only gotten better with Campus Chronicles, which is the second to the last book that she's written so far, but, um, and Campus Chronicles is, amazing she did a great job with that book, considering the other works which i've enjoyed all her works, but there are quite a bit of nuance issues and things of that nature that um, you find from a lot of urban self publishers, I think that they tend to focus their, when they're looking for beta readers, um, I haven't been fortunate to be a beta reader for any of them, but the authors that I do like, I do offer my services because I'm like, you're doing a disservice to readers such as myself when you only allow, and I could be mistaken, but I feel like they cater to their audiences a lot more and the audience is so focused on the dramatics of a story and Mm -hmm. not the full content of things that certain certain things that are glaring are left by the wayside in a lot of those books. There's like like you told me before, you can edit a book because of misspellings. There's like there will be misspellings. You will they will write the name of a totally different person. In a book, <laughs> and you it's know what? and
1: I, I saw that in this once, and, it's, thought,
0: oh and it's and it's jarring because I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up. And and I have to sit here and be like, Okay, I gotta go back to make sure I'm like, Oh, okay, you did not mean that person, you're talking about this person. So, well,
1: there's and like, I can see that happening when two characters have the uh name that starts with the same letter. Yeah, I, I see that a lot where, yeah. where at least once in some people's book that they they mix up two characters, but you immediately realize who it was they were talking about.
0: Right. But I, I think that when you have experienced betas or even an experienced editor, they'll catch that. And I and just to go back um a bit, I think that black women authors in these genres do themselves a slight disservice when they self publish and don't utilize the larger publishing houses because those errors at least from the few white authors, mainstream authors, and um, it's Nora, Nora and who acts as J.D. Rob, as well as um, the lady who, what's her name? Ward J.R. Ward. She writes the Black Daggerhood series about the white vampires. Um, those and those are two series that I am tapped into like really heavily from white authors specifically. Um, they don't have those types of issues and and i'll keep referencing her only because i find it to be amazing that this woman has a 30-year career about a character and literally only five years have passed in the, the in the book series of e dallas this new york detective over 30 years um there aren't those types of nuances in her books i think a couple of years ago i saw something i was like oh this happened in another book <laughs> but because i've was introduced to her not in the 90s i was introduced to her in like the mid-2000s and no 2010s like a couple of years like six years ago so oh, wow. i went i've gone back and read 20 years worth of books in like a few months where so of course I don't think she would remember a mistake that she made from a book she wrote I mean something she wrote from a book in 20 years ago that she's talking about now in a new book but um those that doesn't happen that often those books um and i think that that's because of the levels of editing that they go through. I know that
1: um you know I I agree with that because i think a lot of people who self-publish i've heard them say that editing is expensive. Yeah. Book covers are expensive. Very. You know these these things that you don't really mm-hmm. think of. Mm-hmm. You know marketing is expensive.
0: It is. You just is. think
1: about you just think about it being written and being put out there but you don't think about everything else that's going into it.
0: Right. And those and edit and there's so many levels of editing. Like um there's so many from them and I think and if I could even go back even further just thinking about the editing process, um, the woman Stephanie Meyer who wrote the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. So her books went so she was going to write um all of those Twilight books from the perspective of Edward who is the vampire and mm-hmm. want to rewrite those three books from his perspective. She never put them out because the first round of so she sent her books to a proofreading editor and that editor released the book out to the public, like to read. And so she was so offended because it was a lot of, there were a lot of errors in the book. You know, she sent it off to a proofreading editor to read and, and, um, and, and I and I will be honest I definitely when I saw it was out to be read I definitely read it and um because I was I was like you know for me the the whole vampire storyline is so weird like, I, I read mm-hmm. them, and I enjoy the story, but it's only weird to me because vampires are, like, hundreds of years old, and then they meet this young virgin that's, like, 18 years old. I'm like, oh well, you're so okay. creepy. That's so gross.
1: So, you anyways, know what I was like, me no, think what? So, Pepper Pace has an urban vampire series. Does she? And I did not think I would like it. This was about... Oh, this is like maybe two thousand
0: two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll see. And, and and I'm not usually into that stuff. Like I will read some paranormal stuff, but I usually don't like things with shifters and vampires or witches or whatever. But this series was really good, and it it shocked me that it was. I mean, because it was one of those like sitting on the edge of my seat. Like, okay, what's gonna happen next? Well, what is you know? And I, I was really drawn into it, and yeah. I did not expect to be.
0: Yeah, I think yeah and um, so i'm being funny like I I enjoy the paranormal normalcy series I love a werewolf I really do I. What was her name? Charlene Davis. So, you know, Nora Roberts didn't, isn't Nora Nora Roberts didn't, no, Charlene Davis loves Nora Roberts. Charlene Davis wrote the true, the books that became that True Blood series on HBO. And I loved those books too because she had shifters. Yeah, Charlene Davis, she, 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 um, she had an affinity for Nora Roberts, like she just thought Nora Roberts was the best writer in the entire world. And so she wrote those books, and those books had all types of shifters. And she was really smart about it. I, the HBO series really did those novels of disjustice, which often happens, like they the really books did. are always better than the stories that you see on television or the big screen. But she... She had bear shifters, the vampires, the werewolves, like just all different types of animal shifters and the way that she approached how they would shift. And there's like a coalition for these animals. I just I thought it was I thought that was really smart and unique. But i um, just going back to the editing point that I was making with Stephanie Harris. Yeah, Excuse Charlene me. Harris. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the editing point, and just why a lot of authors don't spend that amount of money, I think it's the money, but I also think that you also don't want to put yourself at risk for people, for the masses getting your content before you've completed it. Because she, that woman was devastated, and I don't think she's, I could be, a, don't quote me on it, because I'm not checking for Stephanie Meyer, like, what... Um, but I don't think she really put anything else out after that. Like she talked about how offended she was and she was like, I was going to go back and rewrite everything and kill Edward. That's how mad she was that this proofing editor had put her work out. And so your books go through the proofing editor, then they come back to you. Then there's like another, the copyright editor, and then there's like your final. So there's, At minimum, three levels of editing that books get from the publishing house before they hit the masses, and that doesn't happen in these in the two genres that we read. Like Mm -hmm. we can say that for certainty. For one, we know it doesn't happen because the price point of the books, like their books, are grossly underpriced in my opinion. But I think well, they're
1: starting to be priced higher now because a lot of authors are saying, you know, they can't they can't do it. It's not worth it to do it for the Small amount that it because some of them were still selling books for like three ninety nine and stuff and they're like well yeah. if you bought the paperback it would be a lot more and most I think a lot of people are getting stuff on Kindle now yeah there's still you know some I won't call them dinosaurs but there's still some people that prefer a a, a physical book
0: yeah I I'm can't curious. do I can't do it we won't call them dinosaurs we'll call them purists okay
1: <laughs> and and my reason for having ebooks is because i always have my phone with me if i have physical books you can guarantee i'm gonna leave one somewhere and i'm gonna be so hurt when i realize i left it
0: you know like that that would be something that i would i would honestly do that i would read books um and I'd probably, and I'd buy, if I really liked it, I would buy it again, because once I finished it, I would just leave it. I think because I was a consultant for a number of years, so I was traveling a lot. So I would, you know, buy books at the airport or have a book, I'd buy a book before I get to the airport, read it, and then just leave it in the back of a plane seat or just leave it sitting. You know, I would just leave the book because I would just like be a blessing to somebody else to have this book that I'm reading and it wasn't on my dime because I was on a per diem so
1: <laughs> you know what that that happened to me I let somebody read one of my favorite books and she left it on a plane and it was returned to her that's nice okay it was that's, right. that's very kind I, I don't think that um I don't think that edition was autographed but um I continued to let people read it because I thought it was such a good book and I was trying to expose people to IR mm-hmm. and eventually, that book went, traveled around my job, like, like eventually. The, the
0: traveling pants, this is Isha's Eventually, the Pat traveling book.
1: Somebody ended up keeping my book, and I was so hurt. And um I went to Throwing in the Big Easy about, this was before COVID, so it had to be like 2019. I think it was 2019. And I actually met Trivia Welch and she remembered me from like me corresponding like way back when remember I told y'all that I, I'm quick to, to jump in somebody's inbox and be like oh my gosh I love that book so much I've never seen anything like this blah 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 or whatever so like way back when when that when Ivy's twisted design came out I was reading this like oh my gosh this was so good and you know and and but but keep you know in, in contact like saying wow I really like this or you know whatever, whatever, and then I'd start following her on social media. Long story short, I saw her at one of the conferences in New Orleans, and she autographed a book and gave it to me oh, when she cool. realized that 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 mine had been taken in the process of me lending it around, and I thought that was so awesome, you know, that she remembered me as, as one of her readers from, like, way back when, and that in trying to expose people to her, that my book got taken. I'm still mad about that too. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got an autograph copy out of it, so. There
0: you go. You got to turn those um, <laughs> lemons into lemonade.
1: But still, you know, when, I, when you get a book that you know you've loved so much, you've read it so much, that you know, the, 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 uh, corners of the cover are turned up and oh. you know you have little worn spots on the spine and whatnot and, you know yeah And that was one of those things where it just feels so good sitting in your hand and they walked off of my book, anyway
0: <laughs> please bring isha her book back i don't care if it was 10 years ago whoever it was give this lady her fucking book back you jerk
1: you know, I've got the new copy in hardback and autograph now, so I, I can't, complain. But, so, but can't you, complain. but you keep
0: those as, you know, precious mementos and you get your other book backs so that you can continue to read it. Like D.A. Young has sent me a number of her books in hardback and paperback. I have never opened a single one and I won't because I've opened I I opened one and I realized she autographed them and left such sweet notes so when she becomes like a international best selling author mm-hmm. people I'm I'm like I'm not going to sell them but I'm just going to be like posting like look at this look at all these books I have from her
1: like I knew her when and I interviewed I knew her when I before she was big
0: before she was big and she was and even still at that point she was 8 years in the game and she had written <laughs> 20 books but yeah it's so yeah keep that give it give each of her old book back so she ain't got to sit here and dog ear (laughs) these uh (laughs) precious moments well
1: well, you know what it's on my kindle too now so oh yeah that's right whenever i want
0: it you don't touch books anymore you're a kindle girl i think i like the kindle too i take the train to work and so i read about two books a day because i'm riding on the subway So I'll read a book going to work and then I'll read another book coming home. But that and that's why I'm like, I need my Kindle on my phone so that I can read these books and be wrapped
1: up. I miss those days of doing that while I'm in school. I can't really read like that. But during the summer, oh, my gosh, like depending on how big the books were, Mm -hmm. I could read between two and ten books a week.
0: Yes, I love it. I love that so much. All right, but that
1: will be uninterrupted. But
0: okay, well, I'm going to uninter. I'm going to be quiet. I want to get your unbiased thoughts. I, we were talking about her, and then we went off on another tangent. But about Sion Lee and your introduction into urban romance. What did you think oh. of Kamari and Kyrie in Campus Chronicles?
1: So actually, I thought it was a good book. Um, it, it, I mean, the from the beginning, it kind of drew me in because I'm thinking, okay, this girl is, is interesting. Um, I know, like a lot of relationship novels, they start off in the beginning talking about one of the characters and usually one of their insecurities or something that they're um, really. I don't want to say conceited, but something that they're really proud of. So it was either one or the other. And the way Kamaria was introduced, you know, I kind of like that. And then the way she met Kyrie, it was like, oh, wow. Well, now this is, you know, one of those unexpected things. Mm-hmm. And as things began to progress, I thought, okay, th- this is cool. I like the way she's doing this. She's not like having them jump straight into bed. She's not, you know, because I like that. I like an author, building up a relationship and building up the characters so you can kind of see their growth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she kind of did that. Yeah. What I, Yeah, but what I did not like, I mean, I, there were a few things in there that I was like, oh, my gosh, really? You know, that, that just had you wanting to throat punch somebody. And I think that's a mark of a good book is when you read it, when you have a character that you really hate. And which character and, 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 was that? Oh, Kalia. Okay, all right. And um, I, I didn't like her mom either.
0: Hated her mom. If,
1: if if you read the book, you'll you'll understand why. But mm-hmm. uh, so I, otherwise, I I thought it was a pretty good book. Um, there were a few things that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, and this is like my little my little um my little petty grammar Nazi thing. Buku. and that's how it was spelled B-U-K-O-O yes. annoyed the mess out of me because it kept popping up and every time I was doing my little thing I do in my candle where I go back and, and correct it again
0: so here's the and thing that, so I know that was that the Buku. only Buku.
1: thing I so found Buku. in there
0: so Buku is spelled B-A-U-C-O-U-P. yes it is
1: B-E-A-C-O-U right B-A-C-O-U-P. and so the first but, time I saw it
0: right but in Louisiana slang, Cajun Creole slang. It is spelled B-U-K-O-O, The way that she spelled it. So it it's, right. is so, it's, it's, uh, it's 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 specific to the area of the Right, countries. but
1: see if you're someone who's not from that area, yeah. and you see it it's like, "What is this?" And it took me a minute to realize, <laughs> realize what she was saying. Right. So, right. I'm like, okay, what is what, what is this? And, and okay. you know you have to realize some you have to realize sometimes, you know that every reader is not going to be from that you know so preface it by saying okay there is some language that is used that might be a little different from what you're used to and this is because of where the book is taking place
0: exactly yeah you
1: know you kind of get that because there have been some books that i've read that have been by british authors and i'm really like what the heck is this and then i realize, oh they're british this is why they're you know like some stuff just isn't making sense and then i realize, okay they're not in this country um but the other thing that kind of so it was like in the beginning they didn't they almost made Kamaria seem really nerdy. But then as but then as she progressed, it was almost like she was a pretty girl. She still, you know, had her head in the books and was doing that, but it was almost like her focus kind of shifted once she was with Kyrie.
0: So I didn't get that. I don't think that I, her I, focus shifted. I think that she just focused more on their love because she continued I, to do her work and I,
1: she graduated. did, and and he did too. But there was, they were all up in each other's butts. I mean, damn.
0: yes, that's. I the, mean, and, and, when you and, and first I, ball, your first love, yes. I'm like, I, okay, I, I, get, bath
1: water. I I want to drink his I I get that part, but I, I don't know. It almost seemed like, I guess she was the same person at heart, but I felt like there were some changes in her, I don't want to say necessarily her character, but there were just some changes that I felt she had that that were not like, almost like she kind of bent herself a little bit to be with him. Like she wasn't a big drinker or anything before, but when she started hanging around his crowd, it was like she started doing these things she didn't do. And I realized part of that was because she said, you know, her first three years of college, she didn't really have any experiences, so she was trying to get all this in her senior year. She didn't year. have
0: any friends, so she, so, yeah,
1: she didn't right, have so, so, So I get that, that once she did, but then I also felt like once she did have friends, um, I don't want to say she wasn't true to herself, but maybe it was because we didn't see, they didn't talk much about her when she didn't have the friends, so it seemed like she was a totally different person. Once she made friends,
0: I think. I mean, and, I think she was a totally different person. But I also think they. What are you going to talk about? She didn't have friends. Now she did was go to school. Would you wanted to read about her studying accounting? <laughs> you no,
1: know, but but okay, there there could have been a way to say that, so we got more of a picture of, of what it was like with her. I saw, you know, it was kind her of briefly but
0: yeah, I think her relation. I think her relationship with her roommates kind of for me it painted the picture of just this nerdy girl who always got left out and, could, well,
1: and could, it it kind of yeah. did but but I I really like Kyrie's character because uh, I felt like throughout the whole thing he was true to himself. Yeah. He 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 was steady, he never changed.
0: Right. And but also but Isha like for real. Like when you okay, when you go to college, like just honestly, just just think about your college experience and I'm thinking about mine. Well, I shouldn't think about mine, but when you are, like, she, she was new, she never did anything but go to school. She went out for the first time and she drank with her friends and she had a really good experience going out. That is like, the, and then she kind of just had a ball and would go out all the time with Kyrie and his friends that's kind of you know like you kind of lose a little bit of yourself because you've never done it before that's like the age-old story in college like a lot of kids get sucked into that party world and they flunk out because you see drinking and partying she never did that because she first of all she was a senior so she was about to graduate but she and Kyrie was very protective of her, so he wouldn't let her do that either. Which is another reason why I loved him. But he let her have those experiences because he knew that she never had them before. But he was always watching and making sure that she was having enough fun. But,
1: but see, I, I think part of it too though was she was determined that she was going to do it. So remember, yeah. there were there was something she kind of did that she kind of snuck and did, and you know it was like um
0: she was sneak, but he wasn't stupid that's why he would yeah if they were partying together and he would pay attention to her and be like oh she's about to be out of her body he would sober up and chill out because he's like i gotta pay attention to her like
1: well yeah like like the thing that that ended up happening to her you know it it was like he he was in tune enough with her to know hey something's not right was yeah yeah going on here but um the only other thing I that was kind of odd to me and, and maybe it was just me like sometimes it, it will be like they were having like normal conversation and then other times it will switch up and be almost like it was really formal and I'm like wait a minute it, it would be like um let's say I mean that this isn't one of the that was in there, but it might've been like, um, you know, I'm going to go to the store or something. And, but then the way it was written would be like, I'm going to go to the store. You know, will you be coming with me? And <laughs> hey, right <laughs> You know, and, and that, that's kind of the, the type of thing I got, like one minute, they would be having like normal conversations and then all of a sudden it would be like, when Dexter stepped in and the, Hey, the, <laughs> Square root of this, this, and this is this. And I'm like, oh wait a minute. What? How did this like, flip like this? Like in the middle of a conversation, all of a sudden, it would be like, Well, honestly, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 that's that's not how he talks. That's not how no, no, no.
0: It is though.
1: <laughs> and, well, no, okay. So I know that there are times that um my kids laugh at me because when they were younger, they're like, mommy, why do you talk like that when you're, but there's the professional voice I use. Like, um, if I'm doing something work related, or if I have a call I need to make about something important, or if I'm dealing with people who aren't just, you know, friends or people I'm seeing every day. You're a code switcher. We get it. Yeah. Right, there's a way you present yourself, but see, I could get that if that was the case. But this was happening, like as they were talking to each other.
0: I don't even uh, give me a passage, cause I, oh my
1: I gosh, I, you know, and I, I wish I could go back in, cause it was a future. I
0: was like, what? <laughs>
1: and, and it would be in Were they okay? So, what was Maria. it?
0: Was it? Was it kind of like when they were having a disagreement? And, this, um, the, and the tone would switch mm. up. Because I will say this. I will be going da, 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 da. And then when I really want to stress my point, I'm like, and this is because I want to let you know that I am smarter than you. So I am mm. about to enunciate every word and use every Mm-mm. part of the English language correctly no, no, because no, it you are getting on my no. nerves.
1: No, it wasn't that because it wasn't her that did it. It was him. Oh, Carrie, I don't remember that. You know, uh, know, a female will do stuff like that, but a man tends to, when he talks, he's just going to talk, and it's just going to come straight out. We think more about stuff than we do it. And I thought when he did it, it was just, oh, because I'm like, men don't really talk like that. But like throughout everything else, he was, so it was just kind of like, hmm. But then... I. I noticed those type of things. Other people probably wouldn't, but mm, I, like,
0: um, I don't remember that now. I'm like, I need to go back
1: and look and see.
0: But um, but you call out something because it's a woman author, and she's just writing a me and and you know and see. This is what I was talking about I, last week when I was saying a lot of these authors take the easy route and only write in first person, so that way they get to tell you exactly how these people are feeling. This is one of the few times that Sion has not written in first person and she's telling this she's narrating the story, so I do think you might be you're probably on to something that she was talking that way. And it was the man but it's she's a woman and she only has this perspective into how to speak so it came out like that like i think i don't know if it was in this book that she wrote or i don't know too many men that call their father's daddy and i feel like yes he called his dad daddy and i was just like i don't know you know and it yeah. might be a little bit of toxic masculinity or whatever but I just I'm not knowing any man saying daddy where you at where's daddy and then I thought I was like no my where's ex-
1: pops or you know whatever pops, you know
0: <laughs> and then I and I thought about I was like no my ex-husband but he doesn't call his father daddy but when he would talk to his sister about their father she'd be like did you talk to daddy today but he would but that's because he's talking to like right, a woman, but I think like that type of stuff would stick out to me, and I was like, "This is a little—you need to kind of dial it back." But it didn't take away from the story for me, though. It was kind of like
1: no, 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 nothing really took away from the story because actually, yeah. I thought it was a good story, and I liked the way um, I, I like the the way she presented everything because uh, Kamari was a little naive, and she, but but as oh, right. things went on. You know, she started to see her flaws, and
0: um, I don't think she did. <laughs> I think because I think she just consistently had to. And it and and it's it's the age you have to have these rites of passage. Like you have to go through things to see your area of your ways. But I just was like, she. I would just be like, girl, you like like with the whole like you were saying with the drinking situation and then her going overboard. And in my mind, I'm like, girl, why? Everybody is telling you that you're doing too much. Like these are people who have been partying since their freshman year. You don't
1: because know more she, than them. Like she had to prove to them that she could hang.
0: But she, she didn't have handle. to prove, but she couldn't hang, and they knew that and they told her that. And it still wouldn't have mattered because Kyrie was in love with her and he didn't need you to be the turn up girl because that's not what he wanted. He wanted Kamaria, the basic, smart the girl, is,
1: with the funny. That's what attitude. she wanted. You no, know, that's what she wanted because she started to experience things. And it's like, yeah, I kind so of that was for her. She, she didn't want to give the it have
0: up. The experience exactly, and I think she made a point in the book when she was like, she kind of did those things, and he he learned quickly. I thought, which was really smart. She did a lot of those things to spite him because she would be like, "You trying to control me? So I'm gonna do this." So finally, mm-hmm. he got, it got to a point for him. Where he was just like. I'm not going to say anything because if I tell her something, she's just going to do it to be contrary Mm -hmm. anyway. So I'm not, he's like, I'm just going to be quiet. And so, I don't know. I just, Kyrie is just, he's so great. He was just a good guy. And I just, I just really.
1: He he, he was, and she she was, she was a a little annoying.
0: She was, I mean, she's very annoying, but she was annoying because she, she's sheltered. You know, so I
1: was just but, like, yeah, and, and you know what? I can kind of get that because growing up, I was kind of sheltered too. But like the stuff that happened with her cousin,
0: that was you, just do, you, so. do you have any cousins that would treat you like that though? No, ma'am, exactly. So
1: I, but, but I also know that there were cousins that I grew up with that it wasn't like, you know, we hated each other or anything, but they were people that I wouldn't hang out with because I know that. That wasn't the type of crowd I usually hung out with, or they didn't have the same interests that I had. So, you know, I just see them at the family reunion, see them at school, and say, hey, you know, keep it moving. I would would not have.
0: Because of conversations you had with your parents?
1: No, this was just, I, I was just because I was, when I was young, okay, first of all, I was an only child. So I tended to be very observant about some things. I was really quiet then and I just kind of watched people to see how, you know, before I got involved with anything, I kind of watch you and see who you were before I let myself get into anything. Mm. So like even with family members, I would kind of know, okay, that that this is not one I want to hang around or whatever. So, you know, if we're, you know, if we're at a family reunion or something, I'm not hanging around that one. I'm you know, going over with this group or whatever. I'm just oh, not so judgmental. doing that. <laughs> What's that?
0: I said, oh, so you're judgmental. <laughs> I'm messing
1: with no, you. No, I'm no, no. Okay, so I, I know, first of all, I can kind of tell when I'm not wanted. Um, so when you're around somebody who's just really awkward, and they're acting like you know they're not including you in things. They're not. You know, I gotta kind of get the point. You don't want me there. I'm. I'm not going to be where I'm not wanted. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stick myself in that situation. But once her cousin. Um, started doing this stuff, she she was just thinking, oh, well, you know, she was just jealous of me, and this is why blah, 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 and, you know, I'm gonna give her a chance, and she kept doing stuff, and, you know, it was like, she was like, but she's my blood, I have to do this, no, you don't, you know, yeah i I know some people feel like this is like you know this is family but yeah family can do you wrong too and you have to know when to let them go
0: that was the problem that i had throughout the entire book like nobody in your family with the exception of your aunt treated you with any level of respect so for me for her to just blindly all of a sudden start riding with her cousin and fucking with her cousin i was just like this is Ugh, it just but, bothered cut, me I, I got it
1: cause, Kyrie and her friends tried to tell her that and yeah, she didn't want to hear it she, wanted she didn't want to
0: hear it because she saw because she yearned for that it was more like when well, you are pressed for something it's kind of like when women st- stay in a relationship with a guy that they shouldn't stay in a relationship with because they just are hoping for them to turn out to be what they're dreaming they are that was the situation she had with her cousin and her parents she 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 knew she's seen she had she's seen a loving family and how that family interacts and she just was hope and her family acted loving and interacted well with each other just not with her so she was on the outside just looking for an opportunity to be pulled in and so when her cousin gave her that little bit of love and was shouting her out and seemingly taking up for her with the family it made her think like well maybe the way I thought things were different and I'm things are skewed or whatever the case may be but yeah no it wasn't a vibe for me well
1: well I I think the other thing was too that she knew that things were different with her because she said, you know, like the whole family was supportive of Kalia and whatever she did, but she noticed that other than her aunt, that nobody was of her. And then of course, once you read the book, you figure out why, but um, I don't know. Just as a character, she, she was kind of annoyed. but I guess you had to have that because Kyrie was so stable. You know, he was the type of guy who had a goal. He knew what he wanted and he was gonna get it. And he did get it. Everything, you know, he wanted, he got because he He
0: got her pregnant, he got everything.
1: (laughs) Well, you weren't supposed to tell that.
0: I am gonna tell that because that's one thing. That's the one thing about that is the key trope. It's not a spoiler. That is the key trope in urban fiction. These niggas always trying to baby mama the women that they with. Like it is the goal. They don't want to marry them, but they damn sure need this well, woman immediately to have their baby. And it happens all the. You know, time. it
1: was interesting though because they weren't even into the relationship for long before he was talking about uh, marriage and kids. But interestingly enough, did it ever say they got married? No see because that's what they, i'm saying they, but that's the point that they're is talking the about a life together about buying a house together about doing we, all this we, stuff together they
0: never the men never want that's what i'm that's that is always the case I, eventually usually what happens is the man falls in love with the girl stakes his claim puts a baby in her Can't nobody else fuck with you now because you're having my baby. And that's just the way it is. And even if I break up with you, you still can't talk to somebody else because you had my baby. Then I'm going to cheat on you and break your heart. And I'm going to come back and tell you I was a fuck nigga. I'm so sorry. I'm never going to do it again. Here's this ring. Marry me drama 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 they get married this man gave me the blues but at the end of the day he stays solid that's my homie the end that's that's the setup for a lot of these books they all are about i need to so that's why I was like I'm not spoiling anything by telling what happened on the last three pages of the book when the, when the girl gets pregnant. But it's not a spoiler cuz how does she even get there? You guys, you have to read the book to find out how they even got to that point. Man, I... <laughs> sorry, Isha.
1: she she just well that was one of the reasons she annoyed me too. Because <laughs>
0: Yeah, I thought she was...
1: I, I just she honestly should have known think, she was pregnant when she was pregnant. That's all I have to say about that.
0: I don't know. I don't think she should have known. She, I don't think she should have known she was pregnant when she was pregnant. But I do think she should have been taking precautions and being smarter about the sex that she was well, having.
1: I, I mean, he was straight up telling her that that's what he wanted.
0: I Did he? I don't know if he said it. I think he said even... He never, like... He never said it to her. He would. Think
1: no, I, I think he did say it once. No,
0: he would say he said that you're gonna have like in the throes of passion. Yeah, you. I say a whole bunch of shit. I don't mean when I'm having sex. That don't mean that <laughs> once we done, I'm gonna stick to it. <laughs> no, I,
1: no, what? The, no, what? No, I thought it was somewhere else that he no, said it. No, I I swear, feel in like, the egg, but.
0: Yeah, I feel like he wasn't because 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 Kamari at the end of the day. Even though she was naive and she didn't do the proper things you need to do to protect yourself from getting pregnant, having a baby was not on her bingo card before she graduated college. Like that yeah. wasn't the plan for her. So I but think that he, she
1: didn't have it before she graduated college. She just she did before she, she graduated college.
0: But even getting pregnant before you grad—that's that, wasn't, yeah. a, that she wasn't that wasn't on her bingo card at all. She wanted to graduate top of a class and be the super accountant, and she that was her plan and. Being pregnant and wasn't wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the vibe for my girl. So I don't think, and I think that he Kyrie being as smart as he is, he knew that that wasn't the plan. Which is why when <laughs> when the situation arose and they got into their. I remember, man, there's always going to be a scuffle, you guys. When they got into their kerfuffle and they had the makeup sex, he was like, oh, yeah, she was drinking all day. She was fucked up. I'm about to air this bitch out because I know that she did not take her birth control. (laughs) this day." So I think that that's what he he thought that to himself and he didn't verbalize it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't even know that now i thought i've I read somewhere that sometimes if you are drinking when you're on the pill it can counteract the effect
0: i have no i don't know anything about i'm not even i'm not a doctor i'm not about to lie i do not take birth control i am and everybody can read me from rice to whatever but i've been very successful i'm a the rhythm method pull out queen um safer sex with my partners we get tested but I don't know anything Thank about birth control. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. But you know, I I don't know cuz I don't I don't deal with the medic so for, I have like other reproductive issues where I feel like birth control can really cause issues and, and it has in the past wreaked havoc on my body. So I'm not a birth control girly. But um so I don't know too much about that. But <laughs> But I'm sure I can ask my cousin. I could, uh, you know what? I could call her right now. Like, hold on. Let, oh God! Let's 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 let's, let's call her Audible. Let me see if she's awake and call her right now. See if she
1: answers. Do you know oh. how ticked I would be if somebody called me after midnight, asking me if alcohol counteracts the first, effects of birth control. I'd be like, like, Google ain't
0: it. Answer if she doesn't answer. Why would I Google when I got a doctor on the line? Hopefully she. <laughs> She sleep. It's eleven thirty. I don't know why she is asleep on Central Time. It's twelve
1: thirty. Uh, well, maybe it's eleven
0: thirty where she is. Cause she's in Missouri. It's eleven thirty. Well, we won't find out today unless she calls me back. If she calls back before we end, we'll find out. But I, I, I honestly don't know it. I don't even want to call it. But I feel like, um, I think, but I think his point that he was making, I do know that if you don't take the pill on a day that you're supposed to take the pill, you skip a day that mm-hmm. that makes you much more susceptible to getting pregnant. <laughs>
1: well, and, and she did say she did say that in the beginning that she wasn't taking it like she should. And then Basically. after that she did start taking it right. But then we know when the damage was done.
0: Oh, I could call somebody else. She's up. I know she's up. Okay, hold on. I just <clears throat> the Encyclopedia Britannica. Hold on. <laughs> if she sleep, I'm gonna know the world is just on its axis. It's not right. Something's not right with the world. <laughs> these be any other time both of these people answer the phone on the first ring no matter what. Well, I guess we won't we won't know for sure. <laughs>
1: You know what you'll end up doing? You'll end up going back, asking one of them, and then come back, posting and saying, hey, guys, by the way, this Uh -uh. is what they said.
0: I'm not going to do that because I'm not even going to. They missed out. They missed out on a wonderful opportunity to be on the the fastest growing podcast in England. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad. So does this mean you'll read another um, urban book?
1: Mm, I might. I might.
0: Good, cause that brings me to my book of the week.
1: <laughs> oh gosh!
0: So the next book that I need you to read is, and it's it's a doozy. It's quite so. I I might have mentioned it before, um, when we were talking about Bambi in our mm-hmm. first series. I probably briefly mentioned it, um, because I wanted I said I wanted to give you something soft to read. Now there's an author named Antoinette Sherell. I really enjoy all of the books that she writes she's off she's also the author that I think I told you. Um, there was this one book about the sister and a tragedy happened and the way she wrote that book I didn't do anything but sit there and cry. The entire time I read no it wasn't her but <laughs> but <laughs> savvy is the name of the book savvy is a part of a three part series, um, it is the. Art of Hood Love is the series. And um, it's three books. Savvy's the first one. The second one is Shabu. And the third one is the finale. And it's by Antoinette Sherell. I will tell you that um, these stories, this story between, this love story between Savvy and Shabu is very hard. It's a very rough savvy has a rough life like just all the way across the board this young lady has a rough life and um shabu is haitian and he does not have a rough life but he is a haitian man and if you know anything about haitian men they're interesting and um, <laughs> that's putting it mildly but they are very interesting men they are very loving men um I've dated a Haitian man and he's dated several other women aside from me and made me feel like I was the only girl in the world and... <laughs> <laughs> but he he loves savvy he has his issues about himself um you know how you I I only I've read this book either at the beginning of last year or whatever. This is a story to me that I will like you you know you have your stories that mm-hmm. you read once a year. This is th- this three-part series is a book that I will definitely read once a year because I just enjoy the um this the story that she created. I enjoyed the landscape of Florida that they're in cuz they're they're in Florida. I enjoyed the landscape. I she does a very good job to me or either my imagination is just really great, but I think she does a very good job of describing the characters, describing the areas that they're in, their lifestyles there. I can I, I could just see it so vividly. And again, it's um I've been recently like I I read this one book that kind of pulled me back into the extremely hood ghetto love, but I've been more interested into things that are like real, that I can kind of see happening and it makes sense to me. And even though Savvy's life is incredibly hard as a former school teacher, um, I do know that, cause she's young, she's like 17, 18 when the book starts. I do know that there are kids who live these hard lives and have to make hard choices for themselves in order to survive. And she and her cousin do that. And it's plausible. Their story is very plausible. Um, on the cusp of Cat Williams' wild interview that he did with Shannon Sharp um, <laughs> and the stories that he told, you can kind of see how a kid could live the way that they have to live for the short amount of time um those two young girls they have a bond that is out of this world they love each other they ride or die for one another shabu's family is like i said they're haitian um they came from haiti with nothing they had to get money fast so they do things that are unorthodox and um they're trying to he's trying to get out of that life and but it's not a situation as to where he's a, a thug billionaire he does well for himself with the situation that he's in but he's not outrageously rich he's like a prosperous drug dealer that i could just see if i walked outside on willow road like it is these are characters that i know that i would encounter that i would that you would encounter that you would talk to and just you should really i i i I want everybody to read this because, again, it's like a really, it's a really good story. And it ta- and it's a really good story. It's not, like I said, it's not necessarily 100% feel good. It takes you through a lot. When I tell you that this young girl, Savvy, has, she, she bears so many burdens in this book as well as Shabu. Because, again, they're young and they're dealing with a lot. There's like a lot of treachery that happens in their lives there's a lot of backstabbing there's so much trauma um but yeah I would love if you read this book because I would love to talk about it with somebody because the people that I read different like you know you're I read the IR with you I read my urban romances with my cousins Nobody's read through these books yet. I've been asking someone. I was like, can y'all put whatever y'all are reading down and read about Savvy Shabu Mm -hmm. and this other baby? Like, I just, I want to know if I'm tripping. Like, I really, and if you read it, I'm going to stop reading what I'm reading and reread it again. Like, I'll start rereading it tonight. (laughs) But um, it's good. It's so... I just like a true like a story that I can see that's just so true like I definitely I see them so vividly I don't I don't know their life like I don't know that life like I don't live like that but I see it and she just did a great job with it honestly and I don't and I and she did such a good job that I think usually you know like we were able to call through Campus Chronicles and call out like the issues that we have with the writing I kind of overlooked it. I think the first time I read it, no, the second time I read the book, I saw different things that I didn't see in the first time, but mm-hmm. I was just so caught up and I was like, wow.
1: Wow. I, I think that's always the way it is that the, the first time that you read something, mm-hmm. it's like you're going through and it's just really hooked you in and you're just reading. And you're just trying to get through it. Cause it's so good. And you, you want to, you know, you want to get it done and get all you can of it. And then the second time, you're actually able to stop and like go through it and like really enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you
1: see things that you didn't see before.
0: Uh huh. And the second book, it's a multicultural romance book. Um, this is going back to the uh the types of tropes that we like. This is yet another series. I'm a series girl, you guys. Like if there's a series, I am you've definitely like given me my book orgasm because i'm like oh my god are you gonna give me a cliffhanger and i'm gonna be mad at you oh please do it i'm ready Ugh, torture me but <laughs> this is a multicultural romance ir if you will um everybody in these books are crazy you know I love me a crazy male character We've talked about this before
1: This mm-hmm. is
0: the Chaos series By Keita Kendrick Have you read anything about Keita Kendrick?
1: Oh yes Yes.
0: And the first book is Beautiful Chaos where we meet
1: yes, My yes.
0: homie Kane Kane and Desiree
1: <laughs> Oh that Okay oh yeah that series is Okay Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I loved it but part of it was one of those things where remember last time i was talking about how like you um have a group of guys and all of them end up with black women type thing yes
0: yes 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 so here's the thing yes you have a group of guys all of them end up with black women type of thing but these we talked about it i was like is those motorcycle tropes all of those men are typically Mm -hmm. racist these men were not racist at all they weren't even a part of a racist organization they were a part of an antiquated organization and like a couple of men in the organization had antiquated views but it wasn't like the precipice of their group to behave that way like Mm -hmm. these men and 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 i also find and i don't know if it's because um i'm not like I'm, i'm tapped into ir like don't get me wrong but it's like when I read these IR books, I don't necessarily see the characters in the visuals that the author gives me. I think that in Kita Kendrick with Beautiful Chaos and then um, Beautiful Chaos is a story between Cain, the cannibal, and Desiree, and then there is um, Quiet Chaos, which is... Um, <laughs> that's my favorite one of the chaos series and then there is hidden chaos there's three books but,
1: but, but you do know in her group that she actually posted pictures yeah of what they look like yeah i and i, I like I, what they look like to her
0: yeah i don't pay attention to pictures of of any and all the authors all of y'all do it all you authors give us visuals and people love the visuals but for me in my my mind these people look the way i want them to look based on the way y'all describe them in the because me your visual the visual like the visuals that they give even with the urban authors like I'll be thinking that this man is just the most beautiful thing in the world and then I'll go to their their page and see a visual of a gentleman and I'm like ew that's what you say that's what you think he looks you know, like that, uh, that ruins now, the mood for me
1: now you're gonna laugh at me but that is why um I had read the True Blood series up to I, I don't know how many um all the Sookie Stackhouse books up yeah, to I a read certain all
0: of them. I read them
1: all. Because I but had to finish once, it. <laughs> but when, Well, at some point I stopped because, um, so when True Blood came out, the reason I could not watch it is because of how ugly so
0: Bill was?
1: No, I could not see um, Anna Paquin as Sookie Stackhouse.
0: I could oh, see you it. are so right. Yes, she was not my Sookie. Because first of all, Sookie Stackhouse had big breasts and Anna Paquin did not. Like Suki Stackhouse was a stacked little blonde haired chick, little mm-hmm. she was a little thick joint. I was thinking, you know, uh I mean, at the time she wasn't the starter she is now, but Margot Robbie had done that series on ABC about the flight attendants. Yeah, um, I was thinking her. If you were gonna give I was like, if she gave me what uh Charlene Harris says Suki Stackhouse was, mm-hmm. if 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 I had to have anybody yep. Um, or they could have given me Blake Lively and just put some, give her some put some tissue in a bra, make her <laughs> boobs a little bit bigger. Like no, Anna Paquin and and the guy who played Bill, they they did not do it for me at all, and I was so mad. Well, yeah,
1: because Bill that. was supposed to be so, you know. Bill was supposed to be beautiful, it was, so like so vampires. Beautiful. And so, yeah, that, like that. Like, wasn't... so
0: beautiful that you can't look at him, otherwise, you just be mesmerized. I was not mesmerized when I looked at Bill, and also, you know he what? didn't have a true Louisiana accent, and that just really bothered my soul.
1: <laughs> you know, and this is gonna sound so silly, but when I think of beautiful men, this, this is so bad. I think of Felix from Stray Kids, and don't ask why. Not um, k K-pop thing. Straight Kids. So this man is so beautiful that oh he just.
0: God. Here she go.
1: Well, no, it, it, so I, I actually because you know a, a lot of the K-pop idols wear makeup. Are you I kidding actually, me? So,
0: this this man looks like a girl.
1: I, he is beautiful though. Okay, that's,
0: so that's, I, this is a situation where beauty's in the beholder. This man looks like uh, the dude from Final Fantasy Sixteen. He looks like a a fake character.
1: And there was actually a thing um, where he was, I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing something. He was turned around from the back and he's so tiny that I thought it was a woman. And then he turned around and I saw his face and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Felix. But anyway.
0: So now we know that Isha likes extremely model, perfect featured Asian men.
1: No, I do not. (laughs) I definitely do not, <laughs> because if you ask me, um, it, it, how do we even get on this? So you were um, talking about
0: how <laughs> you don't want to tell us what you like. You don't want nobody to know your type. You switch it.
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't have a type. I know. That's other, right. other than other than me liking smart guys, it, it's not about race or or you know whatever. I just
0: I love me a smart gentleman. Mm-hmm. I like smart
1: guys, and that this, this is I. I like some bad boys, but you still got to be smart. Mm. You know, whether it, it, you know, you can have a little street smarts or book smarts or whatever, but you, you have to be intelligent and be able to hold some kind of conversation.
0: Yes, I agree. You, you don't
1: necessarily have to be a model because you know. I mean, I I realize looks fade, but you know, when it comes down to it, when I'm i'm old and can't do anything else i'd rather have somebody who i can talk to than somebody who looked good back in the day mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You're, right. You're, right. you're right you're right you're right you're right you're
1: right but anywho
0: yeah and the other thing um so yeah so back to the chaos series mm-hmm. And I mentioned it briefly before when we were talking about the Twisted series. Well, I think I was talking about it with D.A. Young. Keita Kendrick is an author who writes a series, and she has the most beautifully twisted mind. But she's also (laughs) able to, in the midst of the series, so she did it in the Twisted series. The last book of the Twisted series was happening at the exact same time that the third book in the twisted series was happening just from different characters perspectives but they interlapped and they interlapped and oh my god i just find I when i was reading i was like this bitch is so fucking smart this is ridiculously ingenious and she does a similar thing with um the chaos series like the last book happens there it kind of like it happens a little there's a little overlap and I just I just love that I don't know if this is something she does all the time because she's written because she writes so many books and I haven't had a a chance to just get into everything but
1: you know what I want to think wait a minute I oh I, I want to think that it was her that did the series on Vela too
0: I think she did cuz she was she had a Zoom call with her fans and I think she was talking about Bella.
1: Yeah, it, it was a if I'm not mistaken it was a three-part series because um the women in the series were professional but the guys in the series were strippers.
0: <sighs> I don't want to read that. I can't stand male strippers.
1: No, yes you do want to read it because th- this was This they were good. I mean, the the you'd have to read it. You would have to read it. It's not something. It's something that you would hear and think, ooh. But then, like once you get into it and start reading, it's like, oh wow. You know, just kind of like the Pretty Woman thing. You know, you would think who would want to read about a excuse me a prostitute and um. I didn't.
0: I don't even think I watched Pretty Woman.
1: Oh, come on. Every What was it? Back like 1991? So you weren't old enough to watch it.
0: Exactly. Man. I wasn't even, no, I didn't know anything about prostitution. Prostitution? <laughs> or, I ain't know nothing about that. <laughs> nothing about
1: it. <laughs> okay, it was in
0: 1990. Oh, absolutely. I definitely
1: uh, wasn't. <laughs> so, so I was close.
0: <laughs> I definitely wasn't doing that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, see, I was
1: still a teenager then. Tell my age again,
0: <laughs>
1: but that's okay because I think I look good for my age. So you look,
0: you look, you look immaculate.
1: You look, you look amazing. Well, thank you, sweetie. thank you, thank you.
0: You look amazing. You look amazing.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, we're getting silly.
0: <laughs> well, so what do you want us to read? We've been on here almost two hours, if not two.
1: No. Yeah. Uh-huh, no. Um, okay, so what I like, one of my favorite books is by Blue Sapphire and it's called Where the Pieces Fall. And it's a Lost Heart series book one. And this book was so good because the heroine in the book was multicultural. She's black and Asian. Mm-hmm. And the hero was white but the hero is a white baseball player and he has, um, I don't know if I want to, I don't want to say it because it is a part of the book that that it kind of reveals it like once you get into it a little bit, but let's just say he's just different. And the way the characters meet and their love story is just so, it's so good. And it's so believable that this, condition that he has the way she writes his character it's like what it gives you a lot of insight into what people with this i'll say condition i don't want to say condition because it's it's not like it's a bad thing but people who deal with this what what, you know kind of what they go through and what relationships are like and things like that but it was just a really really good book
0: Mm. and who's the author
1: blue
0: sapphire oh yeah 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 okay well all right blue sapphire and we got keita kendrick the chaos series for the multicultural girlies and aisha has another assignment savvy i really oh, oh my gosh i really want you to read it and i want you to mm. and even if you don't like it, just pop it power through I'll get
1: to it power through I'll get to it <laughs>
0: no read it now read it now
1: <laughs> you know what I'll do I'll do what I used to do when I was picking a book I would read the first page read the last page and see you know if the <sighs> difference made me want to figure out what was going on in between
0: hold on we're going then let me read the first page to you right now
1: <laughs> no 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 don't don't do that because I don't want you to spoil it for me I'm because not spoiling it,
0: it, anything for you because it's it, not it, even it, going to say it. it's it's the first page on my phone it's like two words the first page and and you know what Um, because you, you didn't appreciate how uh, Sian was spelling words uh, Antoinette Sherell takes people like you into account and she has a glossary of foreign terms on the first page of the book to let you know Yay. when she spells things a specific way they mean right. so here's the first page it's not gonna tell you anything it's just <clears throat> savvy expelled a heavy gust of air while wiping down an unsteady steady table gripping its edge with polished chip nails as she scrubbed away signs of previous customers it was the same mundane routine she repeated more times than she could count her reflection stared back Staring back as proof she'd done a satisfactory job gave her the motivation to plop into the nearest seat to take a breather because every bone in her body ate. She'd added overnight shifts to her schedule after graduating from high school a week prior, but regretted that decision. Her body slouched in, a stiff sh- her body slouched in the stiff chair as she brushed a hand over her fizzy ponytail, groaning at the time displayed on the crack. And that's the first page. And then, see how, see, so descriptive, right? That's the first page, yeah. super descriptive. Okay, and then I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling to get to the end. Ew, no,
1: don't do that. I, I, The
0: last page, I'm not reading, when I, look, it's on the Kindle, i it's not going to be a lot. Listen, and then this is the last page, it's not even a whole page, I'm reading the last page. Savvy, does the time frame match up? She interrogated and Savvy nodded. So who's gonna tell my brother Titan ass gaining their attention? You or me?
1: Mm, okay. So then that would be the one. That would be one that I would want to go read in between to figure out what was going on.
0: Yes. And and you know what? I just read that last page and it made me tingle because I know what's going on.
1: <laughs> All right, Miss Tingle.
0: Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. I hope you. Read okay,
1: Miss. Okay, Miss Tingle. I guess I have to read it.
0: I'm so excited! Thank you so much, and I am. going well, you know what? To read what you told me.
1: Oh, okay. And you know what? So, savvy is free on Kindle Unlimited.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I will say a lot of I'm the. So good. Ur- I
1: can't help it, y'all. I'm cheap.
0: No, it's it's fine. A lot of the urban authors, a lot of their books are on Kindle Unlimited. Um, a lot. They. It's like a thing for them. So.
1: Well, yeah. well which is good because that's how i discover my new authors if i'm not really sure about how you write i yeah. will look to see if you have something on ku and then i'll read my first book there and if you're somebody i really like then i just start one clicking you so whenever your new things come out I'm, I'm gonna automatically get them i'm gonna support you regardless of you mm-hmm. know if i liked your last book or not
0: yeah you're right that's true that's very true i um i will read your book on kindle unlimited and if i like it i just buy it Mm -hmm. like that's my support yep that's my version of support but um and i have bought all three of the books for that she wrote of these people but and it's um but yeah i think i'm glad that you're gonna read it it makes me happy. I think it's I don't think it's very long. The page count is. I'm looking to see. Um I hate when the kindle does this. It gives it says location instead of page number. I know. Well but you
1: know what now,
0: 272
1: read, pages it's oh, okay. I I pretty much read Campus Chronicles in a day. But I, I took a lot of breaks. <laughs> Cause I, I I well no, because I actually forgot I was reading it. You know how I am. I'll start something. And then I'll like, I'll be reading, and then I'll I'll get up to go get something to drink, and then in the midst of that, oh, well, let me put these clothes in the washing machine, and then oh, let me get this out of the car, and then by the time I get back, it's like, what was I doing? And so the book gets put aside. So and that's kind of what happened with that. But I read it today well, was a like, good
0: read. I, I'm I, and I really I. I hope I haven't hyped this up too much, and then you'll be like, you know what, you really let me down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what, I I have figured out that we are both going to have our opinions on things, and some things that I really like, you're not going to like at all. You're going to rip them apart. And some things that you like, I'm going to be like, you know what, that just wasn't it.
0: (laughs) that's what i'm like but so and i and i know that we will be that way but i when i say that i like this book so much that i don't want that to be the case
1: (laughs) well and and then you know from from books that we have like um that have beta read and i've like you know but the street team thing there have been some things about some books that i have absolutely loved and and you just pick apart and be like but wait a minute y'all blah 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 and i'm like oh
0: come on oh yeah yeah y'all they be like (laughs) why she she always complaining i'm like yeah because what is this about y'all but see the difference is with with tiana being street team y'all are so pressed for the love Tiana, for me, is she she does love and she does the sex so amazingly, but she is an orator that tells in a really good story, and so yes. I'm always like, I need you to, ma'am, you're a very good storyteller, like, I know, we all want the, we want the sex, yes, but I need you, first of all, I don't, when I'm beta reading for Tiana, because y'all got the sex part down pat, I never read the mm-hmm. sex part. I never read those sex scenes because I'm See, like all get, of y'all okay. are, all of y'all are gonna y'all all y'all are diving in and ready for that. I'm like I'm this here is, to read the story you know, part. I'm I'm not,
1: I'm really not because um, this is gonna sound odd, but there's only so much you can do with sex. You know, you you can throw a little freaky stuff in there and you know, it be like oh I, I wouldn't have thought of doing that, but it's not um you know like remember the the tree scene. um
0: see y'all keep saying the tree scene do you know that I don't know what y'all are talking about
1: oh gosh it was um
0: I I have no idea what anybody and I never said anything in the group because I didn't want people to know that I never read that scene oh gosh
1: it was in one of the um
0: it was in the book the last book that she wrote I think or the book before last you are
1: what what was it the the brother's Grimm? is that what she called them? yeah yeah it it, It was in
0: in the see no evil book right
1: I think it was in the first one. Yeah, so that was see no evil. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't one with legend. No, but no, but but see, I with, with her books, I totally read them for the plot. It's like when the sex yeah. scenes come, I will, I will read them, but I just kind of skim over them because that's not what makes her books. I mean, yeah, Yeah, I gets will say, there, when but
0: she said she had that twenty-page sex scene in a book. I, I was, I was looking forward to it, because I was like. <laughs> How much sex y'all gonna have in 20 pages? I, I, I like Monique said in the interview, I would like to see it. And I was like, okay, let, let me know when well, we get there.
1: But you, you have to also think about the fact that she is very descriptive.
0: A hundred percent. But still, 20 pages talking, of she's... sex.
1: Yeah, because when she's talking, she's not just talking about the act. She's talking about the feeling. She's talking about the surrender. I mean, you're going to yes. know what music they were listening to. You're going to yes. know what the bedroom is smelling like. Yeah, You're going to know what the sheets feel like. You're going to yes. get all of that in her sex scene. So I'll see what, how she could draw that out for 20 pages.
0: But yeah, but I still wanted to see it. I was like, I would like to see this. I need to know everything that's happening on these tw- so like things when she gives us that warning i'm like oh okay all right but um but typically yeah i'm like it's enough of you in that group that are horny repressed ladies hey, <laughs> Y'all hey, guys... hey, watch it. <laughs> i'm joking all of you all are married except for me so it's
1: I'm not married.
0: Oh yes, you're. Well, we're the two spinsters in the group, so it's like, if anything, they should be completely satisfied. <laughs> Whereas I'm just like, uh, okay, let me read these. Stories. But,
1: but you know what? The thing is, that, um. Okay, I'm like the people who are married are the ones that are really into the scenes. Exactly.
0: So I'm gonna let them have it. <laughs> i know they gonna sit there and read that baby because they oh they know they be with it i'm like i'm glad y'all got it because i'm here for this and y'all are here but but that's the good point of a of a beta reading team like a group of people like there's folks that she knows are gonna because there's there's things to call out in those scenes as well some things might not make sense and you need to definitely call that out and then you also have You know, people like me that are going to read the whole story and want clarification as a reader, like what's happening here.
1: Well, now, I will say if I'm reading a sex scene, what I am looking at, I'm not necessarily seeing, you know, what's going on. Yeah, if I'm really reading it, I'm going to see all that. I'm going to see, you know, what music was playing, all this and this and this. But the actual act, if I actually read about the actual act, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it from the standpoint Is this doable? Is this realistic?
0: Oh, yeah. Me too. And I'm going to try it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know if it's doable and it's realistic. And I'm going to try it. I'll be like... (laughs)
1: I'm like, okay. because no, some of that, you know, if you try, you're going to hurt yourself.
0: Uh, the only thing that Tiana, I mean, I'm not going to have sex in the tree. I think that's what you all are saying happened in the book, because like, how the hell are you having sex in the tree? I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Nor am I going to do her stairway to heaven, because my ass will hurt. I literally just fell down the flight <laughs> of stairs this last weekend. So <laughs> I'm not doing I that. I hope you're either. okay oh my gosh yes i'm okay Uh, my cousin's birthday weekend occurred happy birthday alexia you're beautiful and i was going to the airport and definitely was getting to walking to get into my lift and walked outside and i the floor the ground was slippery and fell down a flight of stairs So like my hand is a little hurt and my back and my leg and my butt it's all bruised but I'm fine. I'm here. I'm I'm fabulous. <laughs> I'm still kicking. I'm
1: glad you're okay.
0: Me too. It was more so like a shocker and it was cold so I had my thick jacket on. And so that, you know, and I fell on my butt and I have enough cushion back there. So it was it wasn't it was a hard fall, but I was I fell on things that were cushiony so it wasn't too bad.
1: You know what though? And I guess I'm kind of clumsy because when I fall, first of all when I fall, I fall hard enough that you hear it. But I've also been known to fall and just lay on the ground rolling around laughing because the way I fell was so stupid. Well
0: you know I would have um, laughed and laid on the ground but I had a flight to catch. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally was like and the Uber, the Lyft, the Uber, the Lyft driver. He came, he ran out so fast. I was like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Get this bag. We got to go, baby. I got to get on the side <laughs> I was like, "I don't have time to be in pay and he was so concerned. He was like, "He was like, I gotta leave in the back." I was like, "I got payment I was like, I'm, I'm, "I promise you, I'm fine."
1: I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you being hurt. I'm just laughing at the people <laughs> I'm, a- I'm just getting the, I'm just getting the visual, and you're trying to hurry up and get up and get to your plane.
0: <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like I bounced right back up. I feel like I fell and bounced up like so fast. Like, <laughs> girl, you, this is not the time to be hurt. You got to get uh-huh. back home. <laughs> get oh Lord Jesus, up. help me. <laughs> and on that note, you know, get your butts up and go read these books, you guys. We have spent almost two hours with you and i'm always so excited to spend this time with isha i'm really glad that we get to spend more time together because i'm so honored you should be (laughs) 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 no it's an honor for me i'm just no it's really an honor for me i'm glad that you you're doing this with me like it because you could have said no because <laughs> we're, no, having... we're not getting paid yet so you could have easily been like no nah, I'm not going to be you fine.
1: know what I'm, I'm having so much fun and I'm talking about one of my favorite subjects the two favorite subjects being books and music so absolutely,
0: absolutely. Time I could
1: talk about books I'm there
0: yes so you guys don't forget like I said I still have four more books available for those who want to read um the, what's the name of the book by Tia Rain? Where Love Is, what is it called?
1: Where Love Is Found.
0: Where Love Is Found by Tia Tia Rain. I do still have, like I said, I gave one away. If you are interested in reading that book, um, slide into the DMs of Urban Whispers on Instagram, let me know and I will send you an electronic copy of the book not a paperback not a hard cover so you will have to let me know what version of e-reader well actually no if i buy it from amazon it'll the the i, th- I think you can open it up on like apple books too
1: yeah i think it'll let you choose yeah whatever. i think it'll let
0: you choose a format yeah so um
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah so i'm let me know and i will definitely share the buy those books for you the books we talked about today from me were the chaos series by akita kendrick there's three books there is um beautiful chaos which is an oxymoron because beautiful chaos is about kane the cannibal and desiree then there's quiet chaos which is about desiree's cousin mecca and kane's brother argent that is my favorite book out of the chaos series and i think it's because the love between mecca and arjun is so pure and again the you know what i think i have a favorite my favorite trope is arranged marriage to psychos because these, these are <laughs> <laughs> these are arranged marriage books and then and there's also the they're not in the mafia but they are a part of a international crime syndicate and i'm always tapped into that because these people get access to machinery and artillery and they and they're gun runners and so they're very (laughs) well so i think i think that i i think i think i have a theme i think i have a theme and then the third one is hidden chaos and this about their cousin and um and their best friend Petrina and tywin and so And Hidden Chaos has some hidden gems. Like, listen, there is something that is inexplicably hilarious. Hidden Chaos, it has a little bit of sadness to it, too. Tywin's story is very sad. Um, Usually, it's the women who, well, sometimes the men sometimes suffer issues, but usually things happen abysmally to women in these books things happen to tywin that are so sad and too much and they <laughs> and then there's something that is really to me hysterical that happens in the book that like knocks Katrina uh, knocks 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 her out of her shoes when she finds out this one specific thing
1: have you read the series yet i haven't you know what y'all the um the whole series is on kindle unlimited
0: yeah it's uh, on kindle unlimited and it's free and um uh our authors tend to be a bit more verbose than um than, than the urban authors. so these book page counts might be a bit longer but um Isha, if you have time to read these i would love to talk about these too because <laughs> especially, okay, the, the the one. One, the, especially the third one especially because like i said it's just some it's it's not even it doesn't, I don't want to say anything about it, not because it's a spoiler to anything that happens in the book, it's just, to me, it's so hysterical, what happens, I just was like, girl, why? Why Keita Kendrick? Why are you so ridiculous? Like, really? That's... <laughs>
1: See, I, I read them each like, right, like, when they right, came out, like, she's, like, one of my one-click authors, so, (laughs) Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, as soon mm -hmm. as it was out, I I read them.
0: Yeah, same for me, and so, um, but, yeah, so, the Chaos series is that one, and then also by Antoinette Sherelle, Savvy, and Shabu, um, please read those by Antoinette Sherelle. Those are great, and then, Isha, what book did you tell us?
1: Um, Where the Pieces Fall by Blue Sapphire.
0: Miss Blue Sapphire, I love that name, so, absolutely we're tapping in okay you guys i we are at the two hour mark um i could keep going until the sun came up like i don't have work in the morning and isha doesn't have work in the morning you don't i
1: have homework
0: well good for you well congratulations kudos
1: look at the big
0: brain on isha
1: (laughs) whatever
0: I'm so glad that you don't have to work in the morning, whereas I do. So, as always, I'm not I'm I'm not hating yet. As always, you guys um, definitely keep in touch with us. Like, comment, subscribe to this podcast. We are wherever you can download podcasts. We appreciate the subscriptions. We appreciate the follows on Instagram and tiktok you guys are giving us a lot of motion in both of those spaces twitter and facebook we're still rocking and rolling you can email us at urban <clears> at <throat> podcast at gmail.com and um i look forward to seeing you next week i don't know if each has given figured out our sign off yet but hopefully we'll have one <laughs>
1: you know what i gotta come up with something really like cute and witty and maybe even a little sarcastic so
0: I'm here, you know. I'm here for the sarcasm at all times. Yeah.
1: So, so, so that's that's going to be a fun assignment. So I'm I'm gonna have to think on that for a little bit.
0: All right. So we still got her thinking. We got her reading. We got y'all thinking. Got y'all reading. What was the corny thing you said last week? I was like, no, we're not doing that. I feel like it could also just be really.
1: It it, it was probably something like same bad time, same bad channel, or something.
0: Absolutely. I was like, okay, (laughs) Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel. Same bad
1: channel. <laughs> and that's a wrap.
0: <laughs> Have a good one. Bye.
1: Bye.